Welcome today to Murder, Mystery, and Mayhem Laced with Morality. Today, I'm usually, you know, I always talk about how excited and how much I love things, but I really do um, adore this lady, and I am excited to interview the lovely Evelyn Collins. Evelyn is an author who currently lives in, in Florida, not too far from me, actually, with her husband, where they enjoy outdoor life most of the year. Yay, Jacksonville. She and her spouse have three adult daughters. They also have eight grandchildren, ranging in ages six to 26. And before moving to the Sunshine State, Evelyn grew up near the ECU campus in North Carolina. With its sprawling lush grounds and giant trees, she then relocated to the Outer Banks, where she experienced lovely beaches, stunning sunrises and sunsets. No matter where she lives, though, she always seems to find solitude with God while enjoying nature. And you'll pick that up once you start looking at her her photography and her writing. Um, She says the splendor of nature creates joy and wonder as it surrounds her, whether alone or with family and friends. As a photographer enthusiast, she often uses her growing repertoire of photos as inspiration for her work. She also records this inspiration from quiet time spent observing. Her writing expresses her appreciation of nature God's presence and the many blessings enjoyed in life. So let's welcome to our podcast stage, Evelyn. Evelyn, did I do a good job or do you have something else to fill into that bio? Uh, You did a great job, a really great job. Hello, Catherine. Hey, I want to also mention that Evelyn is also one of our bloggers for um, a site that I run and we call that Dressing in God's Love. And um, she's she's comes alongside us, and it's nine of us, and she um, does a dynamic job with her devotions, and we really enjoy her. And thanks to her and my other bloggers, we we picked up a very prestigious award at Blue Ridge for our blogging. So thanks, thank you, Evelyn, for that. So I'm going to I'm going to get right into our questions. Um, I want to. Uh, find out what is your genre of writing and what led you to write in this genre? Um, I write devotionals for adults and specifically I love uh, writing to adults that are seeking to see and feel God's presence in everyday life um, in spite of what they're going through. Um, anyone who wants to see him and depend upon him and then to be free free of fears um that's the that's my audience that's who i'm looking for yeah okay Uh, and how many books have you written or published um my first book it has not yet come out we're i'm expecting it out in the next month okay and can you tell us a little about that um yes that book is um actually um Prior to that, you asked me about how I began writing um, in 2019 uh, while at the beach. Mm-hmm. I felt God uh, tell me to pause, and there was actually a shell that was on the beach that was shaped like a comma, and I just felt like him speaking to me. Well, I've been walking and talking with him, and it's like he said, pause in my presence and and write down what I reveal. And so I started that. Um, started my writing then and my pastor offered me the opportunity to write a 40-day devotional in beginning 2020 Mm -hmm. um, 
for Lent. So I was all consumed in that when when this all when COVID all came about. So and that transpired into me writing about um, about hardships and God brought to my mind all these different situations that had occurred in my life and showed me that even when I instantly had fear that I turned to him and that he comforted me and he gave me peace and he saw me through it. So that's what my first devotion about is about choosing Christ and turning to him regardless of your circumstances and depending upon him um, to help you through them and to give you the comfort and the peace that you need and hope. Okay, good. And so can you describe a form, a particular form, formula that works for you when writing? Because this is, writers just eat that stuff up. We, all, we always want to know what your formula is. I don't really have a formula. I spend a lot of alone time with the Lord reading, praying, pondering just how magnificent he is and waiting on him to to uh, hear him speak. At home, I'll, I have um, three places that I really am in tune with God. One of them is in my office where I seek him when I'm writing and I'm always pausing and asking him if, if I'm really using his words just to make sure that I'm clear. Um, and the other two is I have a, a area in my bedroom that's for specifically for that and then in the living room as well so i will have my bible there i have a devotional several devotionals there one that i use almost daily is the one upmost um, my utmost far as highest i love that and then i have a prayer book also prayers that avails much that i use and i have a notepad Normally, okay. even when I'm even when I'm just reading the word, I'm either putting what I feel Him, God revealed to me, either in um, in notes in my phone or writing it on a notepad. Okay, and that's something that probably all other writers can take from that. You know, there are a lot of different genre writing people that listen to the podcast, and even if they don't write in your genre, we can all take. Um, from that where you actually keep a notepad where you put your ideas in there and I, I think that's um, that's a good idea. I mean, I, I keep one by my bedside, I keep one in the bathroom in my car, so I, I love that. And now if you were to pick out, let's say one thing that you could attribute to your publishing success, what got you to the point where you're about to now publish a book, can you describe that for our audience? Um, I would say is to desire to hear him, to know him and to obey him. Uh, I pray for courage to step out in the uncomfortable and the unknown so that whenever he calls me to do something uh, that's beyond my comfort zone and I have no idea how to do it, that I that I ask him to help me meet those needs to give me what I what I need. So it takes lots of time in prayer. Um, also, other writers are such a support to me. I don't know what I would have done without my writers group. They just encouraged me so much and directed me and actually um, helped me become a better writer. Excellent. 
So, and now what advice would you like to share with, with some of us who might be struggling with disappointment or discouragement? Uh, I would say if you are discouraged, then your focus probably isn't where it should be. Mm-hmm. So I would say surround yourself with people who believe in you, to dream big, to look to God, focus on Him and believe in Him, uh, and He will bring it about, and to always be truthful. Try to try to speak truth about whatever He reveals to you. Mm. Okay, I like what you said about dreaming big, and perhaps um, there, are other, there are people out there who are listening who might be limiting themselves in, in their dreams. Um, dream big. Um, but taking take some advice from someone who's seasoned. Now, as you know, although we invite all authors and experts to contribute to our podcast, we deal specifically with those who write for the suspense genre, and that covers a multitude of of different um, subgenres. You know, cozy mysteries, you know, true crime. And but, what advice can you give to those writers regarding creating settings and flushing out, like say, believable characters? And I know you do nonfiction. But you still, you still have to deal with settings and people who you're talking about. Well, I think the setting, I'm learning more and more as I learn how to write and I'm a, a beginner, so I'm in my first stages, mm-hmm. but I'm always hearing uh, show, don't tell. Mm-hmm. So showing you're setting the stage. So the atmosphere that you create is, is where everything happens. So your circumstances that you're in um, or your characters are in is very important. It It's what draws people in. So your character and your characters must be authentic mm-hmm. uh, for people to be able to, to identify with them. So Right, yeah. Um, that would be good for people who write true crime because they still have to draw us into the story. You know, so you... you you guys would be dealing with the same issue. You have you have people in there who are actual people, or even yourself, and you have to build that character to be somebody that we could relate to, we could believe, you know. And that character is going to have flaws and problems. We all do. Yeah. Life is full of flaws and problems and struggles and fears and doubts. Um, so hopefully, us revealing the struggles that we've gone through, our characters have gone through, that um, it opens other people's eyes to uh, weaknesses that they have and how to strengthen them and how they need to change or to be more aware of uh, of detrimental uh, weaknesses or, or even our, not just weaknesses, I like I like weaknesses. You know, I I like if I can pick up a book and, and read about someone and see that they're struggling with, with something that I might be struggling with. It makes me feel like, wow, you know, I can relate to that person because it, the, the worst thing you can do is pick up, the worst thing you can do is frame your character in a way where you distance yourself from your audience or your reader. And they pick up that book and they start reading and they're like, oh my gosh, I don't have anything in common with this person they're too perfect or maybe they're too evil i don't know (laughs) so so having a good balance of weaknesses flaws problems and struggles and being transparent i guess would really help you to relate to your readers and when we the lord says when we are weak he is strong 
So, yeah. I mean, if we're always strong, do we need him? Well, we're not really always strong, even if we think we are, but yeah. um, we need him. Our strength actually comes from him. Amen. Yeah. Now, last, we'd like to leave our audience on a positive note. And our Murder, Mystery, and Mayhem podcast is specifically laced with morality. So we'd like darkness to meet light. How do you suggest writers lace their writing with morality? Let me see just a minute. I would suspect that that would be something that would be easy for your genre because you are, it is specifically a Christian genre and I'm sure that that is, that's filled with morality. Well, we all have unexpected hardships. Um, mm -hmm. But knowing that God, who is all powerful, gives us our strength that we need for each day and each circumstances, helps us to get through that. And I feel like that God's word, um, as far as me with the devotionals, his word is relevant, to, reverent, relevant, I can't <laughs> even talk, to every day's life, whether you yeah. realize it or not. So if we truly live the word and walk with him, then there will be less heartache. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's, that's really good. So uh, can you tell our audience how they can get in touch with you? Because your book is coming out soon. I'm, I'm telling you, Evelyn's book. I'm going to tell you something really personal, friends, before I jump off of here. But uh, Evelyn and I connected um, over some of the devotions she was writing. And she asked me to take a look at it. And I believe many of these devotions are in the book that's about to be published because Evelyn's very humble. She doesn't like to bring a lot of attention to herself. And I feel like she she doesn't do her writing justice. And, you know, she's, she's one of those real humble people. So I went through a, a horrible time in my life where I lost two of the closest people to me in my in my life, other than my children and my husband. I lost my brother and my mom within eight, week, eight weeks of each other. It was sudden. It was horrible. And Evelyn thought she was going to be bothering me by asking me to look at this work. And it was a blessing because they helped me to see past just the circumstances that I was in. And it helped me to, to be encouraged and to be hopeful. So that is how... Um, reflective she is and I believe her writing is transformative and um, you would do yourself a great favor if you're wanting hope and encouragement so what tell us your website and the name of your book um, my website is evelyncollinsauthor.com mm -hmm. and, and my book is my book is Choosing Christ, 31 Devotions for Hurting Hearts. It's um, it's um, different stories or times in my life with that were really, really hard um, and how I depended upon the Lord and how he brought me through them. Uh, yeah. And that's why I didn't know whether you would. Um, they're heart-wrenching stories, some of them, so I was kind of fearful that maybe they would not encourage people but Catherine but they, said they encouraged yeah, her <laughs> they do because it, it uh, Evelyn go, she's a sweet lady you would never you would look you would look at her and be like what you went through that but because she's so graceful and beautiful and, and on, on the, you know that's her personality but when you read 
some of these um, things that have happened and how and her reflection about them, it makes you feel like, wow, if she could get through it and here's here's the advice she's giving us in a sweet, gentle way, then wow, I can get through it too. So that's the kind of encouragement that I'm talking about that's so powerful and it's so needed with all of the uh, things that are happening in our world, whether you're Chris, Christian, Muslim, Hindu, I, it doesn't, atheist, it, there's so many titles out there. It doesn't matter. Uh, we can all use a dose of encouragement. With that, I'd love to close our session and thank the lovely Evelyn Collins for joining us. It has been so much fun and so wonderful. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. It's such a blessing. Okay. We'll see you next time. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye-bye.